0: snapchat and pinterest build on camera equity facebook announces portal tv facebook reveals details of its content board and facebook introduces three new ad units it's monday september 23rd 2019 all that's coming up along the week's news quick hits on episode 378 of brave ad world New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 378 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of braveadworld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week, or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wiggert, and man, we have a lot to get through this week, so let's just dive into it and talk about Snapchat and Pinterest, because it seems fitting that one week after Apple announced new iPhones, that that put a huge emphasis on cameras that snapchat and pinterest would announce new camera features of their own no hardware update required snapchat they launched a new camera mode that turns selfies into 3d visuals the feature gives snaps the ability to be moved around to allow users to see different dimensions of a visual facebook has a similar feature of course users can add other elements to those 3d photos through the use of lenses and animations all the things you would typically expect of Snapchat, but looking beyond Snapchat to Pinterest, they also updated their camera in the form of their lens product capabilities to and now lens capabilities can now identify 2.5 billion fashion and home products. The feature it lets users snap a photo of an object and then bring up related pins. So Uh, point your phone at anything and see pins related to that object. Now users are going to see shoppable pins related to both fashion and home items. This is the first time that shoppable pins have been brought into Lens search results. So the features like in and of themselves, they're nothing major, but they do show that how the camera is proving to be a differentiator. Snapchat, they continue to innovate in the space uh, staving off the likes of Instagram as much as possible while Pinterest they're using their camera to compete with Google when it comes to search and by surfacing viable pins they're able to monetize those search behaviors as well the camera it's an innovation opportunity and these platforms are clearly see it that way and they're clearly looking to leverage it that way all right let's start diving into what is going to be a lot of Facebook news but Facebook had a busy week so let's talk about what they're doing in streaming. So it's not just streaming services trying to take over people's TVs. Facebook's getting in on the game too with its new Portal TV. It refers to it as a quote, smart video chat, unquote, device that owners can connect to their TVs and video chat with friends. Portal TV, it has the ability to pan and zoom in on people who are talking automatically. So there's some AI built in. The device, it costs $149 and it allows users, like I said, to chat, but also to stream content, similar to the Roku, Apple TV, or even the Chromecast. Portal TV, it was announced with two other Portal devices. One is an updated version of the original Portal, and the other is the Portal Mini, which, if you didn't guess, is smaller. So clearly, Facebook has not given up on Portal, despite the fact that it's only shipped an estimated 300,000 of its original Portal devices globally. That's significantly lower than competitive devices. Much of that has been attributed to a lack of trust in Facebook. Users aren't necessarily clamoring to invite a Facebook device with a camera and a microphone into their homes. Facebook is trying to allay those concerns by saying that Portal uses AI that runs locally and not on servers, but that doesn't appear to be helping matters all that much. Tech has seen a pretty Precipitous decline in trust over the past several months. And just a few weeks ago, it also revealed that Facebook was having contractors transcribe audio clips of users without notifying them. Apple, they were in hot water for similar practices. These platforms are going to continue doing that. But now it appears they're taking steps to notify users of the practice, mostly because they got caught. And so, all of this, like these stories, they come about, they apologize, they say they're going to make some corrections none of that seems to really be doing much in terms of making people more comfortable, especially with Facebook or with Portal. But while users haven't gone given into Portal, Facebook hasn't given up on it. So we can expect to see Portal to continue to be pushed, continue to be innovated on, and we'll see if Facebook can really turn the tide in terms of the perception around its brand and around its products. And maybe Portal can come along with it, but I'm doubtful. All right, let's continue to talk about Facebook because Facebook announced the launch of an independent content oversight board back in January, you may remember. Uh, The objective of the body would be to make irreversible decisions on what posts will be allowed and what posts will be taken down. Now we have some details on what the body is and how it's going to work. First, it's going to start reviewing cases next year. It's going to be made up of 11 people with a total supporting staff of around 40 Ultimately, this board will have the final say on what content is permitted on the platform. They'll also be able to provide feedback on Facebook policies, which will then require Facebook to write a public response to. They'll need to explain why they did or why they didn't implement a recommendation from the board. Facebook claims that the board will be completely independent and free of, quote, actual or perceived, unquote, conflicts of interest, and will be made up of a, quote, broad range of knowledgeable competencies, diversity, and expertise, unquote. The board is going to be paid by a trust with trustees unable to fire members of the board. So that's going. they're doing what they can, at least, to give members some distance from Facebook itself. So when it comes to content, Facebook is pretty much describing a Supreme Court of sorts with an independent body given the final word on decisions. The goal of the board is to identify content decisions that can serve as sort of precedents moving forward. So while it won't be viewing everything by any means that's posted to the platform, it will be reviewing content that represents a broader category, if you will. The details of the board they came about just ahead of a congressional hearing on violent content that included Facebook as well as other tech platforms. So it sounds reasonable, but... As with anything in regards to Facebook, the actual implementation will will likely prove to be far more complicated, but it appears to be Facebook's doing what it can, at least in terms of anticipating what the challenges of the, of the board are going to be and how it can make sure that this board appears to be leg- legitimate and appears to be independent from Facebook itself. All right, let's talk about our last story of the week and our last Facebook story. So, Facebook announced some new ad units that I think are pretty exciting. The goal of the new ad units is to create more interaction between brands and Facebook users by, quote, changing digital advertising from a one way push communication to an ongoing dialogue powered by creativity, unquote. That's from Facebook. The ad units, they include a video poll ad, augmented reality or AR ads, and then playable ads. So, let's break them down because video poll ads, they take what Facebook did on Instagram with poll stickers to Facebook. The ads, they're pretty simple in that they allow brands to showcase a piece of content and then pose a question to viewers. All brands will have access to those ads this month. AR ads, they will enter open beta this fall. And what these ads do is they allow users to interact with brands through AR by, for example, trying on makeup. Uh, The units, they lean into the face filter behavior that users have already adopted within stories. Then lastly, we have these playable ads that I was talking about, and they allow users to play simple games within the Facebook newsfeed. Now, these can, of course, and most logically, be used by developers to preview games and motivate downloads. But brands like Vans, they're actually using them to create interactive, playable sort of branding experiences to build awareness, to build recall. All right, standing out in the feed it is harder than ever. Brands are constantly working to create content that gets users to stop, gets them to pay attention, and success, it really is measured in seconds. These units, they invite participation and some investment from users, they invite users to spend a little bit of time with them, not just seconds, but actually engage with them. And with the right creative wrapper, they're going to stand out. The question is just how much people will stop and invest attention in these units. Early tests show promise, they show that users are willing to do that, so we'll see as these roll out and as as these start to be tested among brands. Alright, that is it for the week's main stories, so now I'm going to dive into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stores that happened this week at a high level that didn't get discussed earlier. Alright, first up is a story from a couple of weeks ago because I didn't record an episode last, last week, but... Apple, as you probably heard, they held their major device announcement event. One of the highlights was an update on Apple Arcade. The service, it charges users $4.99 a month and gives them access to 100 games. Apple Watch Series 5, that was revealed. It put a big emphasis on heart monitoring and longer battery life, while the iPhone 11 was announced with an updated camera. It also has the iPhone 11 Pro and Pro Max iPads, what's interesting is they're getting their own operating system and will no longer be using the same operating system as iPhones. Finally, Apple gave users some more details on its video subscription service Apple TV Apple TV Plus. It's going to cost users $4.99 a month, and it's going to give them access to ad-free, exclusive service shows. So even though the event talked about new hardware, services were really what took center stage. Snapchat users can now share tracks, playlists, albums, and podcasts from Spotify in their snaps and stories thanks to a new integration available on iOS and Android. Users who receive a snap on Snapchat with Spotify content, they can swipe up to open it within Spotify. The streaming wars are no joke, but jokes are pre- proving to be pretty valuable ammunition. This week, Netflix gained rights to all 180 episodes of Seinfeld starting in 2021, just in time to help the video streaming service weather the loss of streaming mainstays, The Office, and Parks and Recreation to NBC Universal, which announced details on its new streaming service that it calls Peacock. Peacock will launch with 15,000 hours of content, including some new shows like a Saved by the Bell reboot, a new adaptation of Battlestar Galactica, and a series starring Demi Moore based on the book Brave New World. Another competitor, HBO Max, secured the rights to stream The Big Bang Theory and Friends. Facebook Live, Watch Party, and Creator Studio, they received some helpful updates. First, Facebook Live, it now allows for broadcasts limited to page administrators only, which is helpful for things like rehearsals and other tests. Along with the update, Facebook doubled the maximum length of live videos from four to eight hours. Second, Watch Party now has a scheduling feature for pages to to build the anticipation and allow those who want to watch to sign up for notifications of a Watch Party. Watch Party also has new metrics, including minutes viewed, which shows the total number total amount of watch time during a watch party and unique 60s viewers, which is basically the number of people who viewed a watch party for at least 60 seconds. And finally, we have Creator Studio. It has some new loyalty insights, including one that will give each video a performance score based on its ability to drive one minute views, average minutes watched, and retention. All right, YouTube, they're going to start selling masthead Ad placements on TV screens. So the ads, they're going to allow YouTube to, YouTube to tap into court, the cord cutter market a little bit more with a pretty prime placement when users access YouTube on their TV screens. The ads they can be purchased as cross-screen or single-screen buys and will be sold on a CPM basis. The, a study conducted with Media Science, it actually stated that YouTube ads generate 10% higher recall lift than linear TV ads. Interesting. All right. And lastly, we have another IPO coming up. Airbnb announced that it plans to go public with a direct listing in 2020. The last time Airbnb was valued, it was at $31 billion and Q2 revenue was just over $1 billion. So we have another sharing economy company making its plans to take the leap as a, to become a public company. So we'll see if this fares better than its ride-sharing right. counterparts. At least it's not in the midst of a price war. That bodes a little bit better, uh, at least than what we've seen from the likes of Uber, for example. All right, that's it for episode 378 of Brave Hat World. Like I said, there was a lot to get in there. Before I let you go, I always want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know you like. Let me know what you don't like to bravehatworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts uh, or any platform of your choosing. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at TWickert, T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. And you can also check out BraveAdWorld.com where I occasionally share my thoughts. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out BraveAdWorld.com.